0: Welcome to another episode of the Bow Valley Wedding Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Murray, and thanks so much for joining me in conversation with another fantastic local wedding vendor based in the Banff and Canmore area. Flowers truly add a special touch to any wedding, whether it's a simple bouquet or corsage for a ceremony or a lavish full room decor arrangement for the reception, you'll want to find a vendor with experience and passion for creating memorable visual elements for your special day. At Banff Mountaintop Flowers, it's a family affair. Husband and wife team Christine and Ian Kaufman took over the former flower hound shop in 2018. And you'll sometimes find their young children around the store as they work with their team to create beautiful arrangements for memorable occasions. I'm joined now by Christine Kaufman. Thanks for coming on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. Banff Mountaintop Flowers, what are you all about?
1: Well, we do just that, mountaintop flowers. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, live here in Banff. So we provide flowers for the everyday, you know, birthdays, anniversaries, I'm sorry, bouquets, to weddings, lots of weddings here in the Valley. And we do a lot of corporate work, too. So we work with a number of the hotels to provide flowers for their lobby spaces, rooms, and whatnot.
0: How did you get into the industry?
1: Well, I started working back at Alpine Flowers 10 years ago now. So I took it as kind of a part-time job. I'm also a painter. So I kind of thought, well, I'll do this part-time, and then I'll paint full-time. And it just became more and more, well, I'm doing the flowers more full time than painting. So now I'm full time flower person and a very, very part time painter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what drives your passion for flowers? Why flowers?
1: They're just so happy. You're a really big part of everyone's lives, but you, no one really thinks about it. So we're there from the very beginning with baby, you just had a baby bouquets to birthdays, anniversaries, first dates weddings, funerals, like we're there throughout the entire life. And it's so interesting to kind of have all those little moments of time. And it seems so simple as giving someone some flowers, but it's kind of cool industry to be in really. Myself, I just grew up loving flowers. It's one of the things I paint quite often. (laughs) I think they're stunning and beautiful and it's kind of the natural environment to be in.
0: For my wedding i I did not handle the flower side of things. I left that to other people Most who don't yeah <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't know the first thing about getting flowers for a wedding. Where does one start?
1: A lot of times when I get that initial email, it'll kind of be like, "Hey, we're getting married. we're gonna need flowers." A lot of brides nowadays are lucky in the sense of Pinterest, Instagram, things like that where you can kind of fall down the hole and see just huge arrays of possibilities. <laughs> So uh, a lot of the time I'll get emails that'll just say, hey, I I saw this on Pinterest and I love it. This is kind of what I want for my bouquet. So what I'll do is I'll take that image that they've sent me. I'll provide a quote based on what availability will be for the year, because a lot of times people will have very seasonal flowers. Peonies, for instance, are only available in the spring dahlias are more of a summer so there's lots of different ways I can incorporate to get the same look for a bouquet by using in-season flowers and whatnot so kind of got to know your seasons you got to know your varieties so that's where I'll start and then usually what I'll do is I'll go from there down the line so I start by quoting out and designing the bridal bouquet and then we go down to boutonnieres, centerpieces, bridesmaids bouquets just so it all kind of ties in with that initial image that I get.
0: Between talking with the clients, putting everything together, setting it all up at the wedding, I mean, how much time do you figure you put into an average wedding?
1: Oh, gosh, hours. (laughs) I mean, from emails back and forth, because 90% of my correspondence with brides now is through email. We used to sit down and have maybe a consultation, but that's happening less and less, especially when you're dealing with destination weddings, which we do a lot of. Then I'm writing out quotes based off pictures. And then sometimes those quotes can be like, hey, I'm wanting floral arches and and flower walls. And these are all things that I've got to kind of sit down and figure out how it's going to work, what I'm going to need. There's a few hours with every wedding with the initial, like designing and figuring out and correspondence. And that's not even speaking of the work that it takes when it's time to actually do the wedding.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, how much work does that take?
1: It depends. So I've had ones where literally like we start first thing in the morning, 9 a.m. We start working on it, and then we finish around 8 o'clock the night after. Like, it really depends on the size of the wedding. Some bouquets, like an average bridal bouquet will take probably about an hour. Stripping all the flowers, getting it all prepped, designing, wrapping, pinning, all that kind of fun stuff.
0: What's the most lavish sort of flower arrangement you've ever had to put together for a wedding?
1: Nowadays, it's getting they're getting bigger. The flower bouquets themselves for brides are getting quite large. But my very first one was a $500 bridal bouquet, and it was massive. By the end, I had to get my husband to hold it, and I was kind of adding flowers in and tying with each individual one because it was far too large for my hands. <laughs> and I can't imagine that poor bride must have muscles of steel by the end of the day because it was heavy as heck, too.
0: <laughs> Why would somebody want a bridal bouquet that large?
1: Oh, for the pictures. Mm. (laughs) I mean, you can get some pretty amazing photos, especially with this new trend of these really large, large bouquets. But you definitely got to have muscles.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I imagine you you get quite a variety of people who are, are planning really far in advance and people who are leaving it to like totally the last minute.
1: Yes. Like, I had a groom show up. He's like, I've got five minutes. i got to be up on Norquay and I need a bridal bouquet. What? We're Just looking at him going like, dude, it takes at least 20 minutes to get up to Norquay. <laughs> so <laughs> you're going to be late. But yeah, so we just grabbed whatever we could and we put it all together as quickly as we could and got it for him. He was out the door. We've had moms show up that forgot all the flowers in Calgary. And they're just like, we got to be at the church in 10 minutes. So it's like, okay, let's get this going for you. So yeah, there's a lot of times where I'm working with people for years and then there's ones where i'm like i literally have three minutes to get this together for you
0: (laughs) (laughs) i mean that groom who walked in and said i need a bouquet and to be at the venue in 10 minutes i mean did they just forgot about that part or what
1: i honestly don't know (laughs) (laughs) because the entire time he, he ran in he's like i need this done right now and then he sat on his phone trying to like call everybody and talk to everybody so i couldn't really even engage in the conversation of being like what happened, you know? <laughs> but then again, I we didn't have time to even engage in that conversation as it was anyway. It was literally like grab and go as quick as we could, yeah. try and get them out the doors as fast as we possibly could. <laughs> wow.
0: I'd imagine that some people put flowers as like a priority of their wedding, and some people it might be sort of less of a priority. I mean, do you see sort of a mix there?
1: Yeah. I definitely have had ones where it's like, this is the focal, this is what's important to me. I love flowers and they need to be a big part of it. Or, you know, the flowers represent something. So it'll be like, my mom loves. Peonies. I have to have peonies because you know my mom's not here anymore. There's all these kind of ways where they're trying to instill something, some meaning with the flowers. And then a lot of times I'll have brides who will just say, I like blush and I like burgundy and go. So I have free range, whatever flowers I want to use, as long as it's in their color scheme. Some like to have like an idea, like they want something like that looks like forest floors or they want tropical or, you know, they want to look like they picked all the flowers before they went and got married. Or. So there's definitely lots of different ways that you can say things with the flowers. But yeah, sometimes it's really important and sometimes it's just, well, I have to hold on to something. So,
0: <laughs> Can you tell us about a, a story about a time where something went really sideways at a wedding and how did you recover from that?
1: Oh my goodness. We actually had... A disaster come into us they had gotten the flowers through somebody else and they came into the shop being like we're getting married in about half an hour and all of these are dead and wilting and these ones wrong color so we had to take them apart and kind of remake a new bouquet for them based on that so there was that situation we also had a situation where We had two altar arrangements that blew over in the wind, as wind will sometimes do. (laughs) (laughs) Thankfully, the arrangements themselves were fine. We just had to switch out the vases, which we always have extra on hand. So it was more a matter of just picking up the pieces and putting it all back together and hoping that the wind would just calm down a little bit. But that's always, unfortunately, part of the situation and sometimes the wind and the weather don't always agree
0: (laughs) yeah I'm sure uh what about your most memorable wedding and what made it so great
1: we actually did one shortly after I just had my second child when my youngest was about oh goodness he wasn't even two months old yet I was back in the shop working on this quite large wedding that we had so he's just sleeping in the cot beside me as we're all just pounding away trying to get this done and it was just it was kind of one of those really neat moments as being like, well, this is a family business for sure. Cause here's the kid <laughs> and caught in the corner and my staff are just being amazing and helping out wherever they could and getting this quite big wedding finished. It was a fun day for sure. Awesome. And we always, you know, we always end the day when it's like that with a, a little glass of wine together and try to enjoy it.
0: <laughs> so you've got a pretty good team there.
1: We do. Yeah. We're really lucky. Uh, Ian and I have
0: definitely lucked into some amazing staff over the years. How long have you lived in Banff for now? whole life. Wow.
1: Both my husband and I.
0: I hear this sometimes. People are like, well, I don't know if there's much of a a community in Banff. It's just a tourist spot. Is that necessarily true?
1: It's both. There's definitely a community in Banff. It's just you got to look for it. There's lots of people in this town that I grew up with that I know quite well, and they're instrumental parts of this community. And then there's the ones who are coming and they're being a part of it. They're come in and they're not just treating this as a party destination where they're coming to to blow off some steam after college and work for a little while and then have some fun and then go. And there's ones who fall in love with it completely and they become a huge part of it. But yeah, no, I'd say Banff is both. We've definitely got a really rich, strong community here of locals who are helping each other out.
0: What's a piece of advice you'd give to people traveling to the Banff area to have their wedding? Just sort of a, a bit of local knowledge.
1: Be prepared for crowds. As you see on Pinterest, Instagram, and the world, it always looks like bride and groom are all alone in these beautiful places, but they are not. <laughs> uh, especially Maureen Lake, any place like that, you are surrounded by people. So there's always going with the flow, taking it easy, recognizing that, hey, someone's going to start honking at you or get in your way, or your photographer might have to work around some crowds to get that perfect photo. Just come in with a, a sense of enjoying your day and, and going with whatever might go wrong and just accepting it as, hey, that's part of our day now that's part of our story which is what makes wedding days kind of fun i mean we always have those moments where you're just like oh and then the car broke down and we're standing there (laughs) (laughs) we're having a hitchhike in our wedding gear you know there's always fun stories that come out of it but yeah that's kind of my biggest advice is just sort of try to really enjoy the day
0: as a lifelong band i mean what's what's sort of a local secret you'd like to share with people listening who are coming to our area
1: I think there's some beautiful places that are underutilized for photos. One of them is Cascade Pits. I absolutely love it. And the other one is Fenland Trail.
0: What about like your favorite restaurant?
1: Uh, well, one of my absolute favorite restaurants is Ticino's. Their raclette and stuff is absolutely simply delicious, and they're a lovely local family. One of my other favorite restaurants that my husband and I go to quite often is the Maple Leaf. They do quite a few weddings in there. They have a nice little room in the back that they can have like the small elopement style weddings. And they do a really great dinner.
0: What's something you think couples should know when they're hiring vendors for the wedding?
1: Choose local is usually my biggest recommendation. Um, As far as flowers are concerned, you have less traveling time, especially in the summer. Uh, As soon as you start putting things in hot cars, they have a tendency to wilt. Uh, especially depending on the flowers. Uh, You're working with hydrangeas, dahlias. Those are all things that don't necessarily like to get hot and not be in water. When you're doing photographers, you always want people who are going to know the area, know how to handle the crowds, people who have worked in the area quite a lot because there's a lot of little hidden things that you might not think about. Yeah, and uh, just uh, find someone who you you jive with, someone who makes you feel like, hey, they're going to have our backs and they're going to treat us right and they're not just in it for that i did a wedding in banff kind of moment
0: christine kaufman banff mountaintop flowers where can people find you online
1: uh we're banff mountaintop uh you can email us at banff mountaintop flowers at telus.net uh, and you can always phone us at 403-762-8600
0: and your uh, social pages pretty
1: much everything is at banff
0: mountaintop flowers christine it's been a real pleasure chatting with you today
1: oh thanks so much rob it was a pleasure chatting with you too
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of the Bow Valley Wedding Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast player and tune in for further conversations with great local vendors from the Banff and Canmore area to serve your wedding needs.